We are a bunch of naughty crows that like to suck toes. And this is The Dirt Dirt. Welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Welcome to this house of pain. <laughs> we are the drivers. You are the passengers. Creep. That didn't sound like a screeching car at all. It kind of did, like a clown car. Yeah, like a go-kart. Squeep! <laughs> yeah. Did you see the thing about Chuck E. Cheese with the pizza? There is this thing on the internet. True. This is like a, what is his name? Shane. He's a YouTuber. Shane Dawson. Yeah, he did another conspiracy theory video thing claiming that Chuck E. Cheese recycles their pizza. So he had all these pictures of full circle pizzas, but some of the pieces didn't match up with the circle. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like they mixed and matched. This is a conspiracy theory video? Yeah, apparently. I didn't. This is, Shane, Shane Dawson is a very different world of conspiracy than, say, like an Alex Jones. Alex Jones is like, they're committing white genocide! Yeah. And Shane Dawson's like, hey man, sometimes are, are they, they reuse feeding the us pizza, pizza at yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. It's like, oh. bro, you're 30. What's Why the, are you doing the videos about fucking but Chuck E. Cheese? I think they're blowing up. I mean, it was trend dying. I so know. I no, saw my it. girlfriend loves Shane Dawson, and I'm just like jealous, maybe. I don't really know what I have to, I've never seen it, so I gotta watch it. Um, I think he's gay. He's cute. But I was like, okay, weirdly, it lined up with the weekend that it was trending. I was going to a birthday party at a Chuck E. Cheese. Now, who, this who had their birthday at a Chuck E. Cheese? So, uh, was this a nine-year-old's birthday? No, a college friend of ours <laughs> turning thirty-two. Was, uh, was the pizza good? Sorry. Well, that you're jumping ahead. Oh, okay. There's a there's right. there's a Sorry. there's a lot of chaos before I even got to the slices. <laughs> I'm thinking in this email, the words beer and wine are there, so I'm like, okay. Do they have beer and wine at Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. They'd serve beer at Chuck E. Cheese, which that's, I was like, that's, an that issue. was my first, okay, this is my I don't first like Hardy that Brothers. Because that means <laughs> that the parents can get wasted mm -hmm. at the children's party, and that's yeah. all that's there for. Yeah, this is the reality. <laughs> what you're saying is what happens. I walk into Chuck E. Cheese, and the density in the air changes. It's like nobody in there has changed their kid's diaper. And everybody came from their construction job. It is like wet it, and hot, like 40 degrees hotter than it is outside. Yuck. This is, I would have left. Immediately three steps in, I go, massive mistake. Big, big, big mistake. See, because honestly, I might think, oh, going to Chuck E. Cheese, what a nostalgic trip. How fun it will be. Oh, yeah. I'll play a couple games, maybe get a cool prize. It's like Dave and Buster's, it'll be, right? It'll be like Dave and Buster's, where maybe they have appetizers. Yeah. No, you can get a steak. Mm -mm. There's no. one buffet, and the rest is just games, and in the very back are all the Buffet. buffet, which That's I didn't cool. even touch because oh. people were putting their hands and shit. Okay. This is, I'm talking <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean mutiny kids everywhere. <laughs> like screaming, jumping, fighting, and every mother there. The is, place where a kid can be a kid. Yeah. And guess who else is a kid? They're fucking parents because every parent in there is under 25. So everyone has like a fucking lower back tattoo or oh, an eyebrow yeah. piercing. Everything's oh. hanging out. Were they hot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There were some. There were some moms in there. They're wobbling around with like tall boy beers, basically in their hands, and just like playing games with their kids. Everyone's hammered, and I'm like, what the fuck? I guess if I like look at it a certain way, that's kind of beautiful and fun. I didn't clarify. The mothers and the kids are playing the games. Every table in the place 
there are seven to 18 dads, no. singular. Some have an uncle or whatever with them, but most are just alone with their beer staring into the middle distance as I say Chuggy, you say cheese, Chuggy cheese, Chuggy cheese place. And it was like um, eyes wide shut shit. I was like, <laughs> there is some deeper level of hell here that's behind the scenes. Like, come to Chuck E. Cheese. We'll get you really drunk and your kid will go missing. Like, it was just, <laughs> the vibe was so shady. So the conspiracy is not just about their reusing their pizza. I'm not going to. It's that there's gonna, maybe a satanic cult <laughs> operating outside that. of Chuck E. Cheese. Guess what? Pizza Gates back. Nah, nah. And it's bigger than ever. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put my Tinder away and go to Chuck E. Cheese next no, weekend. No, don't say that. Well, don't say that. No, oh. do not give him a guitar. <laughs> oh, no, not because it's not because you want to open the gate to hell. It's because you're going to try to hook up with a mom with an eyebrow piercing. Yeah. <sighs> we are different people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want that too, but guess what's more important? Bringing my dark lord into a physical <laughs> being so that I can like, I don't know, kill mine enemies. <laughs> So I'm getting further and further into the Chuck E. Cheese. You're approaching the tables now. Yeah, which are the way back. <laughs> oh, wait. So this nightmare has all happened within about five seconds. I've realized all of that because we walk in the front and it's all the way in the back. And it's not just a straight, normal two-minute walk. It's a ten-minute walk of dodging and avoiding kids who are running and Oh, yeah. Screaming it's not parents. set up on a grid system. No. And it's built like a labyrinth. So there's <laughs> games and you can't see behind that. You don't even know where the fuck you are. That's kind of magical, though. When you're a kid, see that? kind of stuff is fun when you're a kid if, when you know yeah. the big like tunnel systems do yeah. they have one of those no like you crawl through these big like play tunnels and you're like wow this is like a whole other world they didn't have a play it place? wasn't no there was no play place and there was no ball pit so wow i'm getting closer and closer to the back and i see pizza on the floor pizza <laughs> on chairs pizza on top of games there's fucking pizza <laughs> Everywhere. Well, when pizza's on a bagel, you can have pizza Every any day. place in the goddamn <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. It's like somebody, like Walter White, chucked it like they were throwing out free T-shirts at a game. Like it was, it was amazing. And I get to the back, and of course, everybody. So I like Venmo twenty bucks to get my share of pizza and booze, and I show up, and there's fucking like. <laughs> 20 pizzas and like all this soda. It's like they went triple over the top with this shit. We all got a goodie bag with a Mickey Mouse, or a, I keep saying Mickey Mouse, with a Chuck E. Cheese stress ball. Same mouse. And in the back, there's a giant robotic Chuck E. Cheese. You know, we play the games and everything. That's kind of fun. And we get to play as much as we want. We all have unlimited games. And so that was baller. That was like a dream. We all... Hear this announcement. That Man, says, David Buster's never gives you unlimited no, games. No, I mean, but also their games are tight. Like they're they deserve that. They like, like Mario. I got mad respect for DMB now. Like I, I used to shit talk David Buster's. I'm going to one next time. Yeah, what's wrong with you dudes shit talking David Buster's? That's just, like not liking Guy Fieri. That's just like not liking a good thing because everyone else likes it because it's awesome. I've only been to David Buster's one time. I went you once. can get steak yeah. there. Yeah, I like the fact that they have like a real din or real menu and just then a real dinner, real American meal. If Dave and Buster's had strippers, that would just I would never go anywhere else. We hear this announcement and it says, "If you're a part of the birthday party, please head back to your table." And we all go back to the table. And I, man, I hope I don't cry saying this. And we're sitting down and she's up there and it's like a 25 year old dude, 30 year old lady, another 30 year old lady. And they proceed 
in unison with the robotic Chuck E. Cheese to sing her a seven-minute happy birthday. <laughs> and it, what? And, and I don't. And I don't mean like they were like happy birthday, whatever. They were like happy, happy birthday. It's your fucking birthday. <laughs> I say Chucky, you say cheese. Chucky, cheese. Chucky, cheese. Full commitment full on performance cocaine. in front of thirty adults. Why? Okay, why are they going through the weird motions even though it's a group of grown-up people? Vocally, they're doing it. Physically, they're doing it. Death deep, deep in their eyes. Like, I know the look in their eyes where they're just going, this is my job, so... Like, they don't they don't know how to do it differently because their manager has gone, give me the energy, give me the shit. So, as it's going my on... boss, it's a bunch of 25-year-olds. Don't I don't give a fuck. Every performance. I've given for blood, it. sweat, and tears. Every performance. For the cheese. Needs to be for the cheese. Everyone. For Richard Cheese. Richard Cheese. <laughs> RichardCheese.com. As they're singing to her, she's to- mortified. She's mortified that. And, and, and most of the adults that I'm with are laughing hysterically. Why must it be seven minutes long? Is it because you're supposed to sing be- along? Because, yes, we're okay. singing along. Got and it. if you're a, a kid, party. it's amazing. Yeah. Because it would be fun. at the six minute mark, who's sneaking up behind her, but a dude in a Chuck E. Cheese costume. So not only is a robot Chuck E. Cheese here, Physical in your realm, Chuck E. Cheese is there, gets her off her chair, and makes her dance in front of everybody. Is there not something horrific about having the robot Chuck E. Cheese in the same room as real Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. And to start the song with robot Chuck E. Cheese as some sort of ruse to get kids more excited about a man in a mouse suit. Or the fact that they were chanting at the robot one, and it awoke the soul, and a a real one came out. Holy fucking shit! (laughs) It's like holding your crisfix and seeing Christ. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck and Cheese! The so, new Christ! Yeah, no. This is straight up robot yeah. fucking cult magic. Yeah. So they finish up the song. Uh, we all scarf the rest of the pizza. I'm going to give it a C. Plus. Mm. It's 10 o'clock p.m. and they're shutting the lights off to get us out of there. Like, we're the only people in there at the end of the night. And so I'm just, I walk by the kids at the end of the, they're like in a line, like, thank you guys. And I'm just like, I shake all their hands and I say, thank you so much for that. I'm so fucking sorry. It was so demeaning, it felt. It was how some people were laughing at them. That it was like not at the ridiculousness of the situation. It was like, ha ha ha, that's you your fucking job. Oh, That's what it felt like. like that's really m- that's malicious. Yeah. Malicious. So that put a huge shit stain on an already very deep bacon stain. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. whole underpant is gone. I would say Chuck E. Cheese, one out of five stars. Well, thanks for that review, Sandbag. Hey, and no for problem. all of you out there, welcome to The, the Dirt The only podcast giving reviews to Chuck E. Cheese's in Los Angeles. Yeah, fuck you guys. Let those cheeses freezes. Let the Chucky loose. <laughs> Let the Chucky loose. So speaking of chanting at an idol and hoping that God appears, <laughs> we're talking about the Blackburn cult again two, this part week. Two, part two. Part two. Dos, 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 dos equis. When we last left, our heroes, uh, May and Ruth, uh, they... Not my heroes. 
had gotten a rich donor, Clifford Dabney. Their ranks were only growing, and they just still couldn't finish that fucking book. Oh, yeah, the book that never finishes. Yeah, This the, is the you, book that never ends. You know, the book that they keep saying, like, hey, what if you gave us more money to publish this? And people were like, so when, like, are you going to publish it? And they were like, just soon. Just we'll definitely just soon. Money. Yeah, we just, you know, we need, like, a little more time. <laughs> And now I forgot to say this last week, but a lot of the information in this uh, podcast is from The Cults of the Great Eleven by Samuel Forts, which is pretty much the only book that anyone has written that really takes this thing seriously and gives a lot of information. Everything else, like especially the stuff on the Internet, is pretty just like sensationalized. They talk about like Willa and like Sammy's disappearance. And then like that's about it. Was the author of the book part of the cult? No. Question mark? No, he's just a intrepid man who wants to tell the truth <laughs> about and nothing uh, but the truth. And nothing. So but the help truth. him. Braithwaite, or whatever. What's, what's the name? <laughs> Blackhearts. Braithwaite. Braithwaite. Butter, Blackburn. Butter Braithwaite. Blackburn Butter Skills. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Blackburn Butter Skills. Today we're, we're making, making pound cake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things in butter, guys. <laughs> Let's go for another take. <laughs> Let's do it again. That's a good book. Thanks, Samuel. Anyway, Samuel. last week we talked about Margaret Rowan. I didn't say her name because I forgot it, but she was the lady that predicted that the world was going to end in 1925. Well, that didn't fucking happen, did it? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we don't know. Well. Y2K. <laughs> their version of. I mean. Well, because according according to Margaret Rowan, it would have been an apocalyptic event, and uh, that definitely didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm here. Yeah, me our, too. Bunch of our ancestors. I'm here. But as we learned last week, May had piggybacked on this prophecy. And she had said, yeah, it was going to end on February 6th, 1925. But the world would not end. It would be renewed. And so when that oh, date came, that. suddenly Margaret Rowan looked like a real fucking big fraud. And May just kind of looked like uh, maybe Maybe it happened. There's a lot of plausible. That's how it always goes, though. I feel like they're businessing that. Like, they know. That's what the cult, that's what cult, not cults. Well, I guess it is cults. All religious shit yeah. does yeah. now when they're like, yo, 2013, the world's going to end. Give me all your fucking money so we can run this campaign to tell the whole world. And then when it doesn't, they're like, oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. We're like, wait, where's the money? Ah, you know, we're maybe it'll happen next yeah. year. <laughs> but, like, May doesn't even have to apologize because she says... Yeah, don't you see? Everything is new again. Yeah, it's nice and new and fresh. Yeah, crazy. But Willa had not resurrected. Oh yeah, she's stinking under the bed. And May and Ruth still had not finished The Great Sixth Seal. Oh my god, they didn't finish the fucking book yet? Now around this time, because uh, Margaret <laughs> Rowan was such a like big figure in Los Angeles, uh, the city prosecutor was trying to crack down on the cult problem and became aware of the Blackburn cult after he received their pamphlet, The Seventh Trumpet of Gabriel. And as he learned more about the cult, he started to wonder where this group of ragtag religious weirdos got all their fucking money. Where'd you guys get that fucking money? A Western Union? You rob a Western Union? You rob a Western Union, dog? Actually, I sat out back of Chuck E. Cheese three nights in a row, and on the third night, um, a guy in a mouse suit came out and handed me a bag full of cash. That's about what they yeah, would say. Enough, yeah. <laughs> That's like the kind of shit they would say. And the kind of the cops would just be like, oh, yeah. all right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and the report. <laughs> like, 
Here's your receipt. <laughs> when Ruth was brought in to be questioned at the prosecutor's office, she was asked where they got all their money, and she said, we found it in a metal box in Topanga Holy Canyon. Holy shit, pretty much what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just found it. And they were like, okay. Because everyone believes everything that May and Ruth say. I think they don't think that women can like trick them. So they're just like, oh, clearly you're telling the truth. I found it in a box in Topanga Canyon. Oh, cool. Well, a woman wouldn't lie. Yeah, they, they're just mad convincing. Yeah, they're like taking advantage of the fact that like all these men who are questioning them like see them as like inferior minds. Yeah, I have something weirdly relevant to that that happened to me yesterday that I totally forgot about. I told you yesterday. So in Ralph's parking lot over there, yeah, four times it's happened to me in the last year. A dude will come up to me and say, hey, man, my car ran out of gas. My family's waiting. Can you give me some money? I need to buy some gas. And I go, no, because there's no car and there's no family. And you're just like, I've seen you also four times. The first time I was like, that's sketchy and I don't have cash. Sorry, bro. Second time I was like, oh, weird that the car's broken down here again. And so I'd always be like, just no and totally ignore him. The way that you're describing how they convinced people, I guess, or like manipulated people, we'll call it. Yesterday, a woman came up to me and said pretty much the same thing. She said, oh, my God, my family's in a car. I need $19 (laughs) to get out of here. And I looked at her and I went, what are you talking about? And she was like immediately going from crying, sobbing, like, uh, to her face went like, fuck you, dude. Like dead serious. Like. I called her out and she went like hmm. and walked right to the next person in the parking lot and was like, oh, my God, I need $19 for me and my family. And I was like, holy fucking shit. They spoil that shit for everybody. Because yeah. when somebody is in that fucking situation, I'm still going to end up treating them like that because I'm jaded as fuck because of Ralph's. Yeah, it's all a big con. Not for the great Elvin 12, though. So they believed Ruth entirely. They were like, oh, box, that sounds about right. And they let her go and decided that there wasn't anything on the Blackburn cult to justify any further action. But they did warn Ruth, hey, stop handing out those wacky pamphlets. She didn't, but it was a light suggestion. Got it. Now, this box seems like a pretty crazy lie. Kind of totally random. But around this time, a box was found in Topanga Canyon by a plowman. And inside that box were love letters, photographs of love letters, and photographs of a man and a woman who seemed to be a couple. And $100,000. Goddamn. I mean, back then, that's like a billion dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. The letters in the box were to May from one of her wealthy lovers, Fremont Everett, and when they were made public, it was absolutely scandalous because he was having an affair. Dab. May was questioned by reporters and readily admitted that the box was hers and that she had buried it after her affair with Fremont went sour. Years later, of course, May would admit that the whole thing was a ruse in order to cover up where the cult really made their money by manipulating the vulnerable and naive citizens of Los Angeles with false promises of healing and enlightenment. This way... It seemed as if May and Ruth were funding the cult themselves with their affair money instead of conning innocent people, which would have been a prosecutable offense. So she put she took a hundred thousand dollars, put it in a box with some love letters from Fremont. It was like Fremont's getting the axe this week. Put the <laughs> put the box. Yeah, that's pretty Topanga much. Canyon. She was like, my shit with Fremont's over. And then just put it in the, in Topanga Canyon, hoping that some great plowman would come and find it. 
The plowman was a member of the cult. He was? It was all a fucking setup. Oh, cray, cray. And really for some reason, like the all their weird plans always work. Yeah. Their plans always seem about 75% not thought out, and then it's the cops are just like, okay. So I don't, this is like 1925 coppers, though. I know. They didn't know. They didn't know that women could lie. In this situation, I think cops and the general pop are like used to everyone being normal. Like, shadiness was there, but it wasn't on a level of con. Like, it was, if you were conning someone, it was like, this is my snake oil. It was like a song and fucking dance, a whole show. These guys are smart enough to be like, hey, we got a good thing going here. Let's keep it chill. Like, and maybe do some dark magic shit. They were acting and doing their shit on an awesome level. Like, they were really good. At a certain point, they started believing it themselves. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that also separates them from everyone else is like, they bought into it, but only after they got so deep, it seems like. Yeah, it's like they were lying and fucking around at first, and then at a certain point, May goes, I think I am the voice of God yeah, on Earth. If, if all this is working, and I'm putting it into the universe, and it's coming true, why the fuck wouldn't it be? Yeah. Like, of course, you're going to think like that of every single situation you're in, <laughs> where you should be fucked, you go, hmm, nah, I'm not fucked. She's literally sliding <laughs> out of Trouble's arms like a greased pig at every fucking turn. Love it. I love greasy pigs. Me too. Baloney. You're such a fan of baloney, dog. Yeah, it's a weird thread for this week. Month. Year. Yeah. Life side. Life side. Yeah. So at this point, the Blackburn cult had over a hundred members, and they needed a new place to live together instead of how they lived now, spread out across Los Angeles and houses provided by May with the money that they gave to her. May needed them all in one central location because... So she could control. Exactly. She couldn't control them as easily when they were spread out across LA, and now she has to put them in a cult colony. The cult also needed an outdoor space for rituals involving animal sacrifice, burials, and exhumations where the neighbors wouldn't be peeking and threatening to call the cops. Quit peeking. Quit calling the cops. They needed to stop doing this shit in the fucking backyard yeah. of the suburban houses that <laughs> they're doing it You're in. You're in LA. What are you guys doing? Yeah, they're literally like you doing want to be Hollywood so bad. Yeah. And seeing as they were carting around a dead teenager on ice and Ooh, already yeah. being looked at by authorities for the disappearance of Sammy Rizzio, they maybe didn't need any attention from the yeah. law. Maybe quit swagging out for a bit, guys. They can't stop swagging, swagging out. Yeah, <laughs> so in 1926... Can't stop. Can this episode be called Can't Stop Swagging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, so what's the family? The family is the Blackbird? The Blackbird? Blackbird. Blackbird family part two. They just can't stop can't swagging. Can't stop swagging. <laughs> oh my god. Blackbird two can't stop no swagging. No one's ever gonna put swagging in that. Yeah. Same fucking sentence ever. <laughs> In 1926, May persuaded Clifford Dabney, remember, the cult's richest member who just couldn't say no, to purchase 10 lots of land, a total of 164 acres, in the Mortimer Park area of Simi Valley, California, for cult use. Moving to the valley! What does cult use mean? Just like, live, grow crop, fuck. We're gonna do a commune. animals. Commune. So it's just a commune. They haven't done anything super shady yet besides carry the dead teen around. They killed Frankie Rizzio or whatever his name is. Well, they killed Sammy, but he, you know, he hit his wife, so that wasn't, like, terrible. But that was, like, in their, in their... Yeah, they're not killing other people. They're not, like, going out into neighborhoods and grabbing kids and shit. No. 
Okay. Well, all right. That one yeah, time, okay. allegedly, May did send uh, David Thompson okay. to snatch a kid. Glad I asked. So glad I asked. Remember that kid snatchers. But no, not really. Okay. This new colony was called the Work of God, or the Work for short. And cabins were built on the land, and a majority of the cult members left their homes, drove their cars into the mountains, and abandoned them in the wilderness as a sign of devotion, and moved in. We're paying rent. We're paying rent. No, they own this land. We own this land. We're not paying rent. They were still paying rent at some places in Los Angeles, though. Where's this land? It's out in the... It's in Simi Valley. Okay, it's finally a little space. Yeah. Okay. They had some residences in Los Angeles, including a separate home for May and Ruth and their family, because conditions at the colony fucking sucked. Yeah, They didn't want to stay there. Yeah. You can't just build... Like, yeah. What do they know about plumbing and shit? Yeah, they're in the middle of nowhere. They use fire for heat, lanterns for light, and they had to carry water in buckets long distances along dirt trails because there were no roads to drive on. Also, they abandoned their cars. Fucking shitty property, bro. The first winter at this colony was a rough one. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And so May Mm. and Ruth and like Clifford and the roads, like the people who could afford to not live there, didn't live there. So it would just be like the first people to join the cult or like any the lowest members, the people it's the mail like, room of the cult. Exactly. During the day, cult members worked at a local tomato packing shed and every payday, their checks were collected by May and oh used boy. to fund cult activities. Oh, boy. Which, judging by the number of times in the book, the cultists were described as starving, didn't seem to include much of a food budget. Bummer. <laughs> Not even those tomatoes. <clears throat> I was trying to find a map, a topographical map of where they were found, like their location, but they, it's too old. I couldn't find old. one. It's not in Google Scripture. It's not a Google. It's not a Google. <laughs> you didn't check Google. <laughs> I saw Bing the other day. I almost threw up. Bing Cosby? Yeah, he, it was gross. He was rotting and a zombie yeah, and everything. Somebody dragged a bunch of dogs. <laughs> dragging <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Is that Bing Crosby alive or dead? Because that was pretty good. But I got that Tronti has zingers. So despite these conditions, the the cultists they they persevered, and eventually they did construct a dirt road for cars to drive on, which has since been paved and is still a road known as Alta Vista Road up in the Simi Valley. So this was how much of an influence this cult had on L.A. There's literally a road that we use now that they built. They also built a white crescent-shaped building on a hill at the southern edge of the colony called the Golden Throne Temple which lorded over the cabins and animal stalls, which held, among other animals, one black horse, one brown horse, one white horse, and one roan horse, like the horses of the tribe of Judea in the Bible. Mix in your religions there, May. <laughs> oh, like she's never done that. <laughs> yeah, mix it and match it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The temple itself uh, consisted of a long living room illuminated by stained glass windows and an inner shrine which housed the Lord's furniture set which was for use by the white messiah after the world renewed itself. The furnishings included a large bed covered in gold satin, an overstuffed gold satin chair, a seven-foot-tall dresser with three mirrors, a table set for banquet, a golden lamp shaped like a lion's head that they called the light of God, 
and a 500-pound throne called the Chair of Christ. Oh, yeah, Chair of Christ. So this is the Chair of Christ. Chair of Christ. This is the back of the Chair of Christ (laughs) in an article (laughs) written about the Blackburns around this time. Blackburns singing the da-da-da. Oh, also this is Willa. I couldn't find a picture of her, but there's one right there. She's smoking. Yeah, she's cute. This chair was made of gum wood, embossed with gold leaf, and it sat on hand-carved paws. A lion's head, representing the Lion of Judah, a common theme in Blackburn theology, uh, was carved on the back. Straight up! The throne's design was supposedly conveyed to May by an angel and had to be redone multiple times because the artisans they had hired to make it kept getting the lion's face wrong. (laughs) Man, I wish I could see the fucked up lions. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, because look at this one, this goofy-ass lion. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like a bear. It looks like a bear. This Whoa. is... Somebody's got the pole. This is the light of God. That's so this is another goofy-ass goofy lion face lion. on top of it a big like lamp. It looks like the Wizard of Oz fucking lion. The cowardly one. Yeah. But the guy holding, that looks like a morgue, bro. That's a morgy bro, bro. Yeah, he's got like a thin, thin mustache. He looks sad. He looks a little like a tall Peter Lorre. Like, Peter Lorre was like stretched out on a fucking rack or yeah, something like that. also kind of looks like he got hit with a shovel on the left side of his face there. Yeah, maybe because he fucking was trying to get food from the commune too early and they whacked him. This was Merritt Woodell and we'll talk about him later. Oh boy, he's recurring. So the Golden Throne Temple was primarily constructed for use by the White Messiah and rituals were more often conducted by the cult in a large oval-shaped ravine on the property called the Bowl where the cult took advantage of the grand acoustics. Mm. So they finally had this like outdoor space to do their weird cult shit. The rituals performed by the Blackburn cult tended to make little to no sense to anyone except for May and Ruth. One time, after an angel told May that there were gold deposits nearby, she had the cult perform a ritual where a white horse named Victory was raised into the air upside down with ropes tied around its rump. Somehow this was supposed to reveal the location of the gold deposits, but instead the horse eventually died from blood rushing to its head, but May still declared this ritual a success. Did they eat the horse? Probably. No, probably not, because May doesn't let them do fucking anything. That's true. No gold was ever found. Whoa. So victory died from nothing. There's no gold in Simi Valley. In another ritual, cult members got down on their hands and knees while May tapped each of them on the head with a hammer and rubbed cheese behind their ears. What? Yeah. Cheese? Yep. You just whacked them with a hammer? No, it was just like, boop, and then... There's a little cheese behind your ears. Do they get to eat that cheese or was the ear fuck cheese? no? They don't get to eat any of the shit. So what, they all sit- wash the cheese off their ears. <laughs> they all sit in the line and like lick each other. <laughs> ew, ew, that's disgusting. Another time, May had William Rhodes, Willa's dad, drive up alone to Big Bear Lake to bury a wooden box full of potatoes and grass. That's a good day for him. Yeah. Also, <laughs> why the potato? Not eating the potatoes, just burying them in the ground. Yeah, he definitely ate the potatoes. <laughs> Well, he didn't, because if he did, he probably would have seen what was in the box. Which? Might. Have been. A body. Uh, in the potatoes. Willa? No. Oh. Different one? Who the fuck is this? People just kept on dying. Oh my god. On the fucking work. And they just hit him in the taters? And when we get back, we're going to talk about those people oh, that no. died at the hands oh, here we of the go. Blackburn Oh, now cults. we're here at their fuckery. Knock, knock, knock. Let me in. Who is it? 
Blackburn Death. Oh, man. Coming come, up next. Come on in. <laughs> on the Pinkies are stinky and I'm ready to slinky. That's fucking <laughs> disgusting. How can you just say the grossest shit out of nowhere? That's just, where did that come from? Okay, but know. he's that to us, but we're that to the rest of the world. So imagine what he comes off like to the world. But no, in the world, right. you're a beautiful good boy and no one knows about this. I don't yeah. know. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm getting off the chain. Somebody uh, asked me to do something at work that I didn't want to do this week. And my response was, Oh, yeah, uh, could I also, can you just grab me a nail gun? I just want to put it in my mouth real quick. And they did not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they looked at me like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a joke. That brings me back to me being like, saying to my mom, do you want me to be unleashed? And my mom being like, oh, yeah, because she knows funny, funny, nice boy. And uh, little Troth going, nope, nope, do not say that. <laughs> do not give him that. Spencer he's become a new man. <laughs> he's he's yeah. not funny, nice boy anymore. Yeah, he's, he's funny, dirty, rude boy. sad man. He's Trothy Troth. Trothy rude boy. Yeah. He smells like the swamp, fucks like it, too. Hey, I'm the Troth, and I fuck like the swamp. <laughs> Email the dirt dirt podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Email us. Yeah. We gotta do what he says. Email he us. fucks like the swamp. And, 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 and you can means. just you can ask what that means. You can offer to be swamp fucked. It's it, <laughs> anything, any range of just whatever you need, we're here for you. We're the dirt. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Welcome back. Everyone, I think had a nice pee break. It was good to see my, I did, I did. Good to see my dick for once. But we're back to the Blackburn legacy. Murder fest. And it's taken kind of a turn, it seems like, unfortunately. Well, we talked about the rituals that they were performing. And so far, only a horse has died. Only a Upside horse. down, by the way. Upside down. That sounds awful. A horse has died rather cruelly. Yeah. But a human hasn't died yet uh, that we know of. Yeah. But that's all going to change when Frances Turner, the sister of cult member Margaret Sands, came to town. Now, Frances was paralytic crippled and unable to speak. Oh. She suffered from frequent choking spells and was in near constant pain. That's how, that's how I feel like. Uh, 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 the kush. Yeah, uh, I don't think she was smoking the kush. Because <laughs> she couldn't move. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, lady. I held it too long. <laughs> I held it too long. <laughs> I held it in too long. It's, it's like seeing... It's burning my throat. It's like seeing a full moon every time it smokes weed. It's like, it makes me so happy. It's so good. It's like I seeing a wolf so have happy. a dick, you know? Oh, sorry. How, like half of wolves have dicks. I know. Cough break. Ah, so she's cushless. Cushless, Francis, is coughing. She was being treated by a doctor. 
Uh, but her condition persisted because doctors can't perform miracles. Yeah. But guess who can? Uh, maybe. It's May. May. Maybe May. That's what she should have been yeah. called. Maybe May. Mostly always not May. Um, <laughs> now, the cult believed that heating or cooling the body had beneficial effects. Don't Why? Me. I don't know. Might as well set this one on fire. Try um, with them in temperatures. Everything is meaningful to them. Got it. And so on the hill overlooking Simi Valley, May constructed a five foot wide brick platform with chicken wire suspended above the surface. Hmm. Heated bricks were placed on the chicken wire, turning the space about 18 inches between into an oven. Francis was then placed inside that space to become heated and ease her suffering. They said officially... (laughs) That she died after two days. What the fuck? However, a cult member then came out and said she was dead within an hour. Whoa. And she was trying to scream, but she couldn't because she was unable to speak. Being cooked alive. Yes. Wow. That's insane. That took a fucking turn. Why did they do that? To ease her? Because they thought that that would help her. Well, either May was actually trying to help or... Putting an end to it. Yeah, there was this idea that May didn't really ever say she could heal people or raise the dead. That was kind of more Martha Rhodes' thing. That was like a Christian science thing that kind of got brought into the Blackburn cult kind of without May wanting it to. And so when someone asked her to heal their sister, she went, all right, I'm going to fucking heal your sister, you dumb bitch. I know how to do that. I'm on it. And so she like kind of killed her just to be like, stop asking me to do this shit. And then it was probably like, ah, she's at peace. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or she, yeah. Or she was like, yeah, I'll heal her. And healing for May's mind was ending life. Yeah. Yeah, Go to the next one. Yeah. Get her out of this one. We'll never know. Wait, so did they turn it, they heated up the thing or it was just so hot in Simi Valley in this brick thing that she died? It was so hot inside the like brick thing because of the heated bricks. Yeah. It was like screaming hot. Oh, apparently, God, that sounds so fucking. That sounds not horrific. where I would like to go. I'd rather drown. I think. Oh wow! Yeah, both are awful. So that was pretty rough. Now there was another ritual that ended in harm, but it didn't end in death. And remember, Merritt Woodle. Yeah, the lion head. Yeah, our thin mustached friend. Oh. Uh, he was a member of the cult who was known as the King of Peace, and he was responsible for the upkeep of the temple. And so one day, Merritt, who was like very easy to get along with because he was a real yes man, was called to May and Ruth's home in Los Angeles. May told him that the angel had come to her and told her that it is God's will that Merritt be ritually shot in the foot by the warder of purple robes, Ruth. Whoa. The hit has been called. At first, Merritt was like, do we have to? Like, is there any way around this? And eventually, May was just like, we have to. The angel said it. I can't just go back on this. Because then, like, what does this religion mean, Merritt? And Merritt was like, can't argue with that. And he drove Ruth and May to the drugstore to get bandages and then drove them up to the work where the ritual was to be conducted. What the fuck? When they got to the work... Ruth couldn't shoot. (laughs) Merritt was saved. (laughs) Well, when they got through the work, May led Merritt to a clearing while Ruth went into one of the cabins to grab a gun. And then Ruth joined them 
took aim, and with no hesitation, pulled the trigger and shot Merritt in the heel. He just screamed and screamed. Blood was like squirting out of his fingers. And he just kept screaming even after they had bandaged him up and like got him back on his feet. Yeah. Because he was like, what the fuck did I just do? That's my feet. Why did I come with yeah. these fucking people out here? <laughs> but this didn't break his faith enough in the cult to leave. He wow. remained faithful Bruh. to the end and even lied to the police about the incident, saying he shot himself on accident. What? Man, that is totally the, the whole philosophy of this thing, which is commit. This is real. Like, to the end. He just wanted to be a part of that family so yeah. fucking bad. He did start to break the rules in small ways. Like, he ate fish, which May said they couldn't. And when he was eating alone, in private, he would have some just to be like, fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah, I mean, fish. He didn't <laughs> like stirring up trouble. Uh, he was called the king of peace for a reason. He was kind of just like everyone's friend. So, when Clifford Dabney wanted to tell someone about how he was getting a little frustrated... At the lack of progress May and Ruth were making on the book, he went to Merritt. Uh-oh. Now, at this point, Clifford had given May over $45,000 for cult activities, <coughs> which is $1.1 in today's money. Shit. And he had yet to receive the Great Six Seal or even just the lost measurements of Solomon. He had even bought the cult a brand new truck that had promptly been sacrificed in a cult ritual, which is to say it was abandoned on the work and never used. Wow. And he just, like, couldn't afford this anymore. He was almost broke because of all the donations he was making to the cult, and his oil deals were going wrong. And he and his wife, Alice, actually started to rely on May for food and a place to stay up on the work, just like the poorest members of the cult. That's so fucked up. Drained him. Yeah, completely drained him. Holy shit, that's insane. Because he was afraid to say no to God's profit on earth. God's plan. And he had put so much money into it already. (sighs) Yeah, it's like almost like, it's like gambling. Well, I said I was going to play $100, but I still got $100 in my pocket. I could win back the $100, Mm -hmm. so. It's a gambler's mindset, and he he couldn't get it out. Now, Clifford wasn't the only one at his wit's end with May and Ruth. When he told this to Merritt, Merritt then told him about getting shot in the heel by Ruth. And be like, I've been eating fish. I've been eating fish. Too the rules. Sam exactly. You tell me what to do. Sword. People were starting to leave. Yeah. Like, people were starting to move away from the work and just be like, nah, we're good. You know what? We're going to cut out. We kind of were afraid to leave because just in case you were right, seems like you're not right. Yeah. Yeah. Things are not going right, so probably not right. Maybe May. We're going to the mines. <laughs> to yeah. the mines. And like Willa's parents uh, were starting to get more and more distant because the day when Willa was supposed to get resurrected came and went. And guess what? Willa's still on ice underneath her bed. And, you know, conditions were worsening at the colony. The cult members were starving. And it just didn't seem worth it anymore. Yeah, like what, guys? For what, dog? May had to raise morale. Okay, how the fuck is she gonna hand out some bread? No, she's gonna do a ritual. Oh, Jesus, May. Like, go to 7 Eleven, get some fucking combos. One person gets a combo. A combo could get you through 48 hours, a singular combo. Give everyone one combo. What's the fucking ritual? Okay. Pizza, wait, pizza flavor or a cheese flavor? It could be mixed. Give your favorites the pizza flavored. Oh, you Get them both. Put them in a bowl. 
Oh, God. Okay, <laughs> but like, get this. Here's how it's going to work. <clears throat> That's why I imagined she said it. Just like, all right, guys, getting what is she fucking right. Rick from Rick and Morty? <laughs> <laughs> there is like a real Rick from Rick and Morty vibe to this what woman. What if it just is and he's just, <laughs> just fucking undercover? In this ritual, May and the Blackburn cult would escape from the jaws of death and win a symbolic victory similar to the biblical victory of David over Goliath. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and so to do this, the cult needed to take two mules representing the jaws of death across the Mojave Desert to Stovepipe Wells, a waterhole in the dunes area of Death Valley, and back. And that would solve all their problems. Because symbolically, they would have brought the jaws of death across the desert, which symbolizes... Goliath, and they would have defeated the desert journey with the jaws of death as David, and then everything was gonna be fine. Everything was gonna be fine. Everything's gonna be fine, guys. Everything's gonna be fine. We just gotta do this thing. We just gotta. Fuck. Mate, what are we doing? Mate, what the fuck are we doing? Can my hand come out of this mule's ass now, May? (laughs) No, not yet. Not yet. They're forming a concord. (laughs) It's really warm in here. I can't believe that. (laughs) It's crazy. And so... Skater boys! Cracker tweak! Cracker twang! I'm yelling outside. It's like 900 sounds in a row. <laughs> at least they lined up today. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they haven't all at once. Thanks, guys. Wait for the cops to call us and be like, can we study the traffic patterns in your, in your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> There's a drugstore on West Boulevard. And so... May, Ruth, and two cars full of cultists drove across the desert... With a mule tied to the back of each car. <laughs> Cheaters! Uh, which meant they could only drive as fast as the mules could walk. It wasn't like tied on the back like a bike. It was like being led behind the car. And so they're yeah, going like five miles an hour max. Yeah. They're literally just like not pressing any pedal and it's just rolling on what? its own. They would have went faster by riding the mule. Or just not. Do <laughs> Yeah, just stay Fucking home. UPS that shit Order across the desert. <laughs> have them ship it back. No return address, just gets returned. Yeah. Job done, May! <laughs> Thank you, USPS. Hey, did we shut down USPS this week? I don't think so. The dirt dirt? Yeah. Remember when we were oh, write a letter? Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I actually yeah, think so. it did. No, I think, yeah. it, I think it did. Cool. You don't have to be, you guys are being too nice. We you think we did. I saw the postman, Trump. He was crying. He was going, yeah, I got no work this week. Oh, yeah, They're so have- fame. They're so Kardashian. <laughs> the dirt dirt ruined my week. I went back to meth. <laughs> if you relapse on meth listening to this podcast, we apologize. Yeah, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Don't guys. do fucking meth. Yeah, first off. And and just leave kids alone. I think if you relapse on meth, it's sort of on you for doing it in the first place. Yeah, so. meth stands for... There, you can't spell meth without me. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Personal you, responsibility. <laughs> this summer, the new movie coming to you. Methamphetamine. Anyway. The f- <laughs> The 500-mile round trip took 14 days oh, in the, like, beating-down heat of the desert of Death Valley. And when the cult arrived back at the work, the mules were sacrificed by David Thompson in a ritual performed in the bowl, as was the cult's custom. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So the Jaws of Death got sacrificed to save the Blackburn cult. They took all those fucking mules across the desert, walked them 500 fucking miles... And then killed them? Yep. They're fucking animals. Because God said so. God, God, God damn, fucking God's plan. You get struck by lightning. 
I do? Yeah, because you're, you're shit-talking <laughs> God, bro. Dude, Jesus can eat me, dude. <laughs> Fuck that. They need to they need to stop this shit. A bunch of mules put on a fucking 12 days of work. 14 days? 14, 14 days. days of work. They just get nothing. No fucking benefits. They don't even get to relax. Don't you even feel like that mule sometimes? Every don't you? Day. Maybe that's why I'm that upset. Don't you? Wish your mule was hot like me. <laughs> don't you wish our mule fans were hot? <laughs> <laughs> don't you? None of that. <laughs> don't you? It's just Eeyore and a thong. <laughs> yuck! Yuck! Yeah, yuck! 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 Oh my god! <laughs> That's the sad meal I like. That's sorry, sorry. I apologize for my existence. Cry while I fuck you. I'll get you a tail. <laughs> right? He's missing a tail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, this, is a, this is a bummer. Everyone stopped listening. <laughs> um, despite this massive spiritual win for the cult, in 1929, Clifford officially withdrew from the Great Eleven and brought five civil suits against the cult, <laughs> trying to reclaim the money he had donated and the 146 acres in Simi Valley claiming that he had given all of this to May on the promise that she would finish the Great Six Seal and she never delivered and might have never even planned on delivering. So, finally. Oh, oh you baby. figured it out. Yeah. yeah, you figured it out, buddy. What? Good for you, Earl Jones. Everyone has seen this. Uh, with these lawsuits in place, Clifford then went to the police to press fraud charges against May and Ruth in the Blackburn cult. The DA accepted his case and the LAPD began to investigate the Great Eleven. After an article was published in the LA Times about the investigation, the police received anonymous tips to look into two deceased members of the cult, Francis Turner and Willa Rhodes. Yeah, time's up, guys. Here we go. So police questioned May about Francis Turner, but this went nowhere because May insisted that Francis had merely died of a choking spell related to her illness, not at all related to the oven we put her in. And, <laughs> and the police had no proof otherwise because Francis had been buried and at this point I'm pretty sure dead for a few years. But the police visited the Rhodes residence in Venice where Willa was entombed and they turned up much more on the mysterious circumstances surrounding this teenager's death. When the police asked William and Martha to see proof that Willa was, in fact, dead and the location where her body was buried, Martha began to cry. William insisted that the grave was sacred and that they were within their constitutional rights not to reveal its location. Oh, shut the fuck up. They were. The police didn't have a search warrant. This is insane. What is going on in the 1920s? They're absolutely batshit. Oh, I'm sorry. The police actually followed the law. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? They showed up and went, well, I don't want to do this today. <laughs> it's they not, showed up. Uh, it's not they're doing a noble thing. They're doing, uh, uh, I guess. No, they, they go back stayed to there. Doing nothing. <laughs> they they, they, they knocked on the door and they opened it up and it smelled like a dead, rotting fucking corpse. And they were like, nah, yeah, there's someone dead in there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to need to see that. And they're like, no. All right. Cool. <laughs> I can eat my lunch today. Uh, the cops spent two hours convincing Martha and William to tell them where Willa was buried. Wow. And finally, Martha broke and agreed to tell them everything as long as they didn't desecrate the body. They couldn't move it. She was going to be resurrected, but I'll show you where it is. Yo, I can't believe she broke it. Those must have been some hardy cops. 
Two hours. Two hours. Yeah, they didn't just go. They broke like okay. a lifetime of lying. They broke down in two, yeah. like a yeah, lifetime. Yeah, think about think about all the cop movies that you've seen about the 1920s. These these cops, they've been to the Blackburn Estate before. Yeah, they came out empty-handed. I bet this they, is. They, I bet this, this is aggressive. Oh, they yeah. have been trying to get these guys for. Ever. Yeah, there are like, so many times. Evidence is in the house under exactly. the floorboards on ice. They finally have any shred of evidence yeah. against these people. I can hate the weirdos. Martha said, Willa is underneath the floorboards in our room. And the cops oh said, so we're gonna have to move her. Yeah. We have to, like, take her and examine her. And Martha fucking Flip. lost her mind yeah. and she is screaming yeah. and crying it's your fault. because if they move the body she will did. is never going to come never back to life back. never but the LAPD after digging in the dirt what? under the house got the coffin with Willa in it and the coffin with the seven puppies oh yeah I forgot about this and brought dogs. them outside wow oh my god no way these are these are police photographs of them bringing this stuff out that's one of the dogs. Wow, that dog looks like a like a burnt. It's burnt. Looks so dead, decay. And then over here, this is them uh, taking Willa's coffin out. We got her, guys. That is a creepy ass picture. It's a bunch of old nineteen twenties. Some are police officers, but most of them look like detectives with the suspenders and shit. Yeah, yeah. and they're looking into the grimmest looking like box. They it's look like, like super upset. Like, look at the faces on these guys. Ugh. Grimace. Yeah. They're all just like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? What the fuck? This is why I don't talk to their kids this moment. Yeah. Because it's too painful. Yeah. Sad. And so uh, they brought Willa's corpse uh, to the coroner. And the coroner was amazed that Willa's corpse was still so well preserved. He said that it merely looked like she was sleeping Whoa. because she was mummified. Of the ice and the ice and the ice and the mummy. Whoa. Yeah. Well, they really had no idea like what made that happen. And no one ever really figured it out because her skin was totally preserved. But her internal organs were mush. Whoa, fuck. She had completely decomposed inside, but the outside Whoa. was still intact. That's such a horrifying like. Can you imagine just putting your hand on her stomach and pressing in? It would go right through. Ugh. It would just go right Ugh. into guts. You know what's crazy? Like brown guts. Like, I've felt, I've felt that before. When I, I hit my first deer, and the deer was mush on the inside and looked like a brand new, like, sleeping deer on the outside. And I just pushed on it, and it was jello. Jello. Yeah. Whoa. That's fucked up, man. It felt weird. Country life. Country life. Country life. <clears throat> Country life. <laughs> oh, God. Now, even though Willa was really well preserved <laughs> and mummified, the dog corpses had not fared so well. Yeah, didn't think so. Uh, Don't think they got the same uh, TLC that she got. Were they alive? Uh, well, no. <laughs> they were dead, and the groundwater had begun oh. to leak into the coffin, oh, no. and they had become somewhat of a chunky puppy soup. Powder. <laughs> ah, chunky puppy soup. Kind of like that. Remember when they opened up that like dark sarcophagus, and inside it was all that like juice and bones <laughs> do you guys remember not know about this no i don't think so juicy no. bones juicy bones the video game hold on that's what i call my shits ah, juicy bones. bones i just pretend i'm <laughs> shitting out the broken ones pulling strings out my juicy bone poop 
They used to call me Big, 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 Big Boy. Oh, yeah. They found this, like, sarcophagus in Egypt, I guess, and they opened it up, and inside of it was this fucking juice, like, brown-red juice and fucking bones. And it was groundwater had leaked in <coughs> and made, like, the decomposing flesh yeah, into a fucking soup. I'm good. I'm good on that, dude. I want to drink that mummy juice. Ew, mummy juice and is I gross. And I want to fucking be powerful. Ew. Um, <laughs> and in case you guys were wondering what Will looked like, yeah. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's her corpse. <laughs> now, she's not as well-preserved as everyone says she was, but you know what? Honestly, you can kind of, you still see the, the face. What the fuck are they talking about? It just looked like she was sleeping. She looks like she just got taken out of the fucking Natural History Museum. <laughs> yeah, well, because she looks- she's a mummy. It's not like she looks like she's alive the like she did when she first The detective described it as she was sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Maybe she's asleep, but she's also 90 and looks like she's like been wrapped up and burnt. <laughs> yeah, well, the water in the coffin, it got in with her, too, especially because she had yeah. ice in there with her, and her hair Martha had really totally decomposed. And so they had cut it off here, so she looks even gnarlier. You think Martha, like, really wanted out? Like, she really fucked this? She fucked them so hard. Well, there might have been a rivalry between Martha and May because Martha said she could raise the dead and she could heal people. And there were kind of two arms of the church. One was more of a Christian science-based arm and one was more of a pagan-based arm, one led by Martha and one led by May. So honestly, at a certain point, Martha was probably like, fuck this lady. I, I could run this cult better than she does. Yeah, I, lo- I love. <laughs> that was May fucking Martha. Oh my god! <laughs> hot, hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like the hand pornography you're doing over here. No, May didn't fuck Martha. May fucked Willa. Oh, that's. There was also a theory that May had killed Willa in a cult ritual, and it wasn't that she just had an infected tooth, but that she was dying from the infected tooth. And remember when I said last week that she was feeling better, and then all of a sudden she was in bed fucking saying goodbye and forgiving people and died? Some people think that since Willa was going to die anyway... May decided to use that as part of a cult ritual with one of, you know, 11 queens and killed her to resurrect her later. Bummer. And so Martha, I think, was pretty much fucking done with this shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems like. You don't just break after two hours. I mean, I know they were probably intense, but, like, it feels like she was done. They were losing faith, they and so they were ready food. to just say... You're watching other uh, new yeah. people that have been there leave. Crazier shit's happening after crazier shit, and it's just like... You can only lie for so long. You can only lie for so long. The roads were then taken into custody Good. as Willow was taken how out of their anybody, house. How did anybody drive anywhere with the roads in custody? <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 that's a sandbag special. <laughs> okay. Um... May lawyered up hiring attorney Thomas Wade Cochran to represent Tommy her Cochran? and Ruth. Tommy Cochran. Not Johnny. Not Johnny. Tommy. Even though May and Ruth said all these things, all these things people are saying about us, all these charges are false. False. They willingly turned themselves in to authorities. Well, good. Right. Thank God. All right. Show's over. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the fallout of this trial on... The 
ancestral. Ancestral. Talking about dog tooth in nineteen nine. No, probably two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah, around then. Seven. I don't know. Dog Oscars tooth. are tonight, so everybody get your golden trophies out and boof them right up your fucking ass. Yeah. 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 Fucking yeah. eat my ass, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the jelly. You bring the tongue, Hollywood. Welcome back to the dirt, dirt. <laughs> the conclusion of the Blackbird singing in the dead of night family. When we last left off, uh, May and Ruth had turned themselves into the cops and now that they were in custody, news of the Hollywood cult that talked to angels and carried out bizarre rituals which included human sacrifice and mummification went national. They hit the papers. This was a big story in newspapers, like all over the nation, especially because one of the cult's queens, Ruth, was a real looker and they had even managed to con a nephew of known oil magnate J.B. Dabney. Oh, shit. So it's like famous rich guy. Big title names. Hot girl. And it's in that time where cults are like really being super mediated out, right? Where yeah. Like it's the number one fear. It's cults the Osama of the, thing. of the 20s or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, scary. Cults are the terrorism of the 20s. Yeah, wow. Now, May, to all this news, said, this is, this is fake news. There were never any rituals on our property. (laughs) And the Great Eleven is more of a scientific group rather than a spiritual one focusing on the study of resurrection. So she still had to go, like, real crazy, right? Yeah, we're (laughs) teaching Resurrection 101, okay? Here's a textbook. Here's the fucking syllabus I wrote. I don't understand what the big deal's about. I don't get it. (laughs) And she said that the charges brought against her by Dabney were charges of jealousy. What? (laughs) Yeah, he was jealous of her. You can can do that? No, well, he said... she frauded him, but she, okay. he, but she was like, he's a jealous I man. thought you meant you could be charged about felony jealousy. <laughs> felony, felony jealousy. <laughs> During this time, Clifford was receiving letters and phone calls, mostly from unidentified women, containing death threats. Having seen what the cult has done to people before, he knew to take these threats seriously and got police protection. Okay, good. Smart guy. He's a smart guy. Sammy Rizzio, remember, the guy that went missing, 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 dead. Uh, His family requested another inquest into his disappearance in light of all these other charges being brought against the cult. And now, Sammy's dad, Alonzo, was dead. He got killed on a trip back <sighs> to shit. Chicago. What? <laughs> getting mixed up with some mob shit. Oh, come on, bro. Um, so the family didn't have to fear the police anymore. Holy shit. But when the cops were like, May, Ruth, come on, what happened to Sammy? What happened to Sammy? They said, he ran away. And we didn't do anything. And no new evidence was found. <laughs> so the cops just assumed Sammy uh, ran off to Chicago to avenge his father's death and got killed. Wow. Just as... Okay. That's probably what happened. That's probably what happened. That makes sense. What the fuck? Now, remember the wooden box that William buried that could have had a body in it? William tried to lead the LAPD to that wooden box full of potatoes and grass and probably a body, but he couldn't remember where he buried it, so they never found it. Is it still out there? Yeah. Holy shit. We should go find it. It's out there in Topanga Canyon somewhere. Yeah, we could go to Topanga. Yeah, let's go to Topanga. No, I thought that was Big Bear Lake. Oh, that was Big Bear. Let's go to Big Bear. No, they buried the metal box in Topanga. Going to Big Bear Lake. With a metal detector. Actually, I would love to go to Big Bear. But that was a wooden box. With a wood detector. Great, cool. The shovel. Now, just more leads kept coming up and then going totally dead. 
Uh, While May and Ruth were being held in jail, the police questioned them regarding a body that had been found in an abandoned chicken nursery by two hunters in Huntington Beach. Whoa, what a shitty place to die. Yeah. (laughs) The man had been skinned and mutilated, leaving gashes of almost geometric precision. Oh, no. It's like Dexter. His heart was ripped out of his chest, and his left hand and eye were missing. And then the murderers put dynamite inside his chest hole and tried to blow him up. It didn't work, but it did get blood all over the chicken shed. (laughs) 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 Um, Just kind of made the hole bigger, but he was still intact. What the fuck? Um, Why would they do that? (laughs) Why? Oh my god. Well, that's okay. <laughs> uh despite the severe mutilation, uh the so man weird. Yeah. I don't know, like drastically fucking epic mutilation. Uh the man's clothes were surprisingly free of blood, leading the police to believe the man had been ritually killed elsewhere and dumped where it was eventually found. Ritually killed by a cult. But then May and Ruth were just like, no, we yeah. didn't do that. that. And that was it. That's that was us. the end of that. That's not us. They never tied anyone to that then. No, it was never solved. So it was them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Media told me it was them. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's disturbing as fuck still. Uh, and that wasn't the only false lead. Police were also led to a cult burial ground near the work by a former member of the Great Eleven, but ended up at a graveyard belonging to another cult known as the Pisco Work, which had already been investigated. There were just too many cults to keep track Too many cults. Too many cults. So, with the total lack of evidence, William and Martha Rhodes were released from prison after it was determined that Willa had died of natural causes. Holy shit. Or... Her insides were so decomposed that they couldn't detect any poison. The body was returned to her parents. The dogs were not. (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't think once they moved them, I think that was probably it. After the roads were released, Ruth was also released from jail after it was determined that they couldn't prove anything that she was accused of. Even three of the 15 charges against May were dropped, but she still had 12 charges of grand theft against her. The queen always goes down. And so on December 4th, May Otis Blackburn went on trial for 12 charges of grand theft, and she pled not guilty. Now, during the trial, cult members friendly to May were called to the stand by the defense, and they recounted Dabney's mystic antics while he was a president of the cult, presented by the defense as proof that he was a full consenting believer and no fraud occurred. Damn. According to the cult members, Dabney was obsessed with the idea that he was a divine being and insisted that the other members of the Great Eleven call him father just like they called May Mother. Dabney once had a vision in which flying birds turned to chickens, which prompted him to give May $325 to get some chickens to represent the bird's head of the Great Six Seal. What? The chickens were never eaten or sacrificed, just let loose in the hills. <laughs> Free the chickens! <laughs> $300 worth of chickens, baby! Fuck it! They're gonna fly! I love leading this cult! They're doing some, like, Gucci Mane like yeah. I'm too this rich. This is gonna shit. be beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Good, no, good, at, we'll do. Golden hour. Let's launch these chickens, baby. <laughs> 
Another time, reportedly, Dabney saw the spirit of Mary Eddie Baker, the founder of Christian Science, walking down Broadway, where Ruth supposedly first heard the voice of Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Good old Gabe. Dabney would constantly demand that May imbue him with spiritual powers so that he could manifest them as proof to his relatives, mostly his super rich Uncle JB, that he wasn't being conned. May would always just smile and say nothing. So he's like, please. Everyone's making fun of me. Please just give me one magical power. And she's like, Mm-mm. I just want one. I just want one. So let then my th- uncle knows that I'm not being, I'm not an idiot. Just let me see through walls. Please. Anything. Mm-mm-mm. Fine. You have the gift of freeing chickens. <laughs> but this didn't stop Dabney from trying to be a magical man on his own. He once spent a long time sitting with the corpse of a deceased cult member which was not specified in this story, but there are plenty to choose from, with his hands over his eyes in deep meditation, willing the body to come back to life. When that didn't work, he just snapped his fingers in the corpse's face, yelling, Hey! 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 That also didn't work. Oh my fucking God. That's hilarious. During the trial, the prosecution demanded to see the draft of the Great Six Seal, uh, but it was unable to be produced because oh, the sacred why? text was being kept hidden by a cult member. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At least that's what May's attorney claimed. It uh, might just have never existed. Give in it the up, first guys. Piece. You're never, ever going to write that book. They never gave it up. Oh, my God. May was just like obtuse as fuck. Fuck. That was probably the first line. It was like, yeah. as long as we have the book, we'll just build on that. <laughs> yeah. Just lie down everything else. May on the sand would just commit to these half truths. Like when yeah. they. Ex- I wish there was footage of that shit. That would have been <sighs> awesome. Like Judge Judy watching her and being like, what the fuck, man? They were about? like, did you receive these checks from your cult members? And she said, nah. no. I didn't literally receive the checks, literally meaning physically, I guess, because since I'm afraid of getting touched, I make them put them on the ground first, and then I pick them up. So I'm just picking them up off the ground. They're not giving them to me. I'm finding them. (laughs) This crazy Uh, bitch. uh, When she was asked who the Lord's furniture belonged to, she said, the Lord. Duh. It's the Lord's furniture. Duh. It's in the title, you dumbass court. Once while she was being questioned, May collapsed, resulting in a temporary halt to the trial, and she later lamented to jurors that her mission was a burden and that the omnipresent angels were interfering in her life. She just wanted to be like everyone else. She didn't ask to be one of the two witnesses of God. I didn't want this, guys. I didn't want to see how glorious Jesus and his dick was, okay? I didn't ask for it. Don't put me in jail. The angels are demanding. They're so demanding. They even want avocado for lunch every day, okay? You, <laughs> you know, know how expensive is? that is? Yeah, expensive to get fucking God's avocado. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> The angels were still coming to Ruth and May during the trial. Ruth claimed that one of the angels came to her while she was on the stand. Uh, Excuse me, sir. Hold on. Uh, Yeah, court, everyone shut up. (laughs) I gotta hear her voice. And then just silence, silence, silence. They want avocado. Proceed. They want avocado again. I gotta go. Gotta go. Can we reschedule this? Gabriel needs his avocado. When May was questioned about anything legally or morally questionable that she had done, she insisted 
well, I didn't do it. It was the angels that dictated that it should be done. It was God's work, and I was only the medium. I don't make my choices, so I can't be responsible for them. Sorry, May. Doesn't fly. (laughs) Don't fly. Sorry, girl. I didn't ask for this. Yeah, well, we got it. During her trial, May claimed that the angel Gabriel appeared to her in her jail cell and assured her that she would be acquitted. Okay, that's reassuring. Nice, nice. We're getting acquitted. On March 2nd, 1930, <laughs> May was convicted of eight counts of grand theft with a potential sentence of one to 14 years for each count. Sorry, babe. She would be housed in San Quentin and required to return $30,000 to Clifford Dabney. A year later, wow. May's sentence was appealed. <laughs> During this retrial, the court determined that Clifford had acted on his own free will. Which is pretty true. Yeah. For the most part. And that evidence. He's just a dipshit. Exactly. And that evidence about the cult's deaths, disappearances, and rituals were wrongly admitted because they had nothing to do with the fraud trial and they did nothing but prejudice the jury against her. Okay. And the court ruled that as an American, we are free to give away as much money as we want to to whatever religious leader we want. Yeah. But the flip side is, as long as we are of sound mind when we do that, we can't say that we were defrauded. And so a year after she was sentenced, May was released from prison for good. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Bye, guys. See ya. I'm never Thanks coming back here. What happened? Did she start doing culty again? Or she just... There were like, still, like, 40 members in the cult. Is she, like, a Walmart greeter now? Like, what did she do? Like, how do you bounce back from that? No, she's still a cult leader. They had, like, a house in L.A. still, and she went back. And after she got out, what was left of the Great Eleven reportedly left Los Angeles for Lake Tahoe, and the cult was never heard from again. Whoa, damn. Or at least that's the cool ending that they say in all the internet stories. Because in reality, when she got out, it just all kind of fell apart, and everyone went back to live pretty fucking average lives, um, albeit the lives of people who used to be in a fucking feminist murder cult. May did want to move what was left of the Great Eleven at Lake Tahoe, but she died before that could happen. She did end up publishing a book. Finally, what? it was called The Origin of God. Get the fuck out and of here. And she published it as the Reverend May Otis Blackburn. <laughs> and this book contained a version of her theology that took out all that nasty pagan blood sacrifice Remember stuff. Remember all that stuff we used to do? Not, We're not about it anymore. And just really hit you over the head with all the Christianity. Uh, but despite that, it was not widely read. Yeah, not a big book. Because it wasn't the fucking real one that everyone wanted to read. Everyone wanted to read the Can crazy pagan witch Bible. Shit? Somebody finds it and publishes it. I, mean, there are, I think there are notes floating around. It I wasn't mean, like, like they didn't write anything. Like they had all these pages of like notes, but it was like scratch paper. Yeah. It wasn't a book. It's brainstorming. Yeah. yeah, they were in the brainstorming phase for like a full century. Decade. Yeah. <laughs> And that's the story of two of the greatest cult leaders that that no one remembers. Yeah. Probably because they were women, and women don't get to do dope shit like start cults. Well, also, you know, it's kind of a bummer of an ending. You know, they kind of went back to their normal lives, and that 
disbanded kind of thing, but they got kind of through it without anybody being able to say concretely, you fucking did this weird shit, you killed this person, you skinned that weird guy who was in the chicken bar. Yeah, maybe it was because there is no, like, they don't get punished. Jim Jones gets punished, or he dies. I guess he doesn't really get punished. Or, like, Charles Manson goes to prison. May Blackburn just died having wrote a book. Yeah, yeah. May Blackburn really didn't get punished for anything she did. Yeah, She's my fucking Media hero. die down. Yeah, she's my fucking hero. <laughs> I, I, you're, I'm you're, gonna you're put. Obsessed. I love her. I want to start a you cult, just, just a like May yeah. Blackburn. Will you keep a 16 year old's body under your bed <laughs> on ice cubes? Yeah, but I won't molest her. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Tronthy, what did we learn this week? We weren't. We weren't. We weren't. We learned that women are evil. And I tried to fucking steer this car into something resembling feminism. No. He just, what did you say last week? He just grabbed hold of the wheel and fucking drove us right into the fucking ditch. That's awesome. That's why I do it, though. That's why I give you the wheel. It's a good balance. Yeah. You got you to see all sides of this horrible picture. Just uh, if you're from the 1920s and uh, you did some weird cult shit and now you wrote a book and you're a male person, uh, M-A-I-L. I think uh, actually the guy with a thin mustache did indeed become a mailman. See, I know it. All cult members that get off become male people. Um, <laughs> that's a place. That's a profession where you could hide. It's, yeah, it's from a, your dark. USPS yeah. is a cult. The so USPS is a fucking uh, satanic child fucker cult. <laughs> you heard it here first. On the dirt, they're delivering your mail in the box, and they're putting their snails in your kids' boxes. What you both just said might be a felony. Pretty sure it's a felony. You can't badmouth the USPS. You, just, you said last week you wanted to shut it down. You didn't get arrested for being a terrorist. No, no. I wanted to shut it down because it was like, that's like a, like you can do that politically. It's like striking. Oh, I thought you were just going to like break it like a Kim Kardashian broke the internet. <laughs> oh, I've jerked off to her application, by the way. What? what? You've seen her app? No. Oh, like where you, app? you can dress her and undress her and oh. you become a... We, Wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, then, the next week. Oh. No, 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 you don't get to next week. No, What's it called? What's the game see, called? I don't know. You don't get to see her naked. It's like a. It's her fashion game that she's super famous for. You're changing Kim You're, Kardashian's emoji clothes and jacking off to it, bro. <laughs> Please, Wait, so probably, you you no. were playing you were playing no! Kim, Kim Kardashian? <laughs> 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 What have you done, my brother? Wait, what but have can you, you done? can you see her in uh in her underwear? She's a no. goddess. That's a fucking emoji, bro. You're beating off to emojis. Look at that picture. Tell me you wouldn't jerk off for that. I, I would jerk, jerk off, off to the real Kim Kardashian. She's no, literally no. on the internet. She looks way better as a cartoon. Okay, well, this is a great way to segue into what we're talking about next week. We're talking about fucking hentai next week. It's been oh a slow God. climb I'm up hentai mountain, and now that we know that Tronfy would rather jerk off to cartoon Kim Kardashian <laughs> than fucking real Kim Kardashian, we're I think it's about time about that. that we talked about beating off to cartoons. Fine, I'll be that's what I did Fine. for probably the first 10 years of jacking off. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We're going to watch some fucking tentacle porn next week. So be Maybe. there or be square on. Hold on. We still have to. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Hold on, we still gotta plug our fucking stuff. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, you forgot to plug it in. I can't uh, believe you right now. I'm sickened. I love how you Making tried to end the podcast like fucking three times. <laughs> I just Please email us, this. you guys. The Dirt Dirt Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what anime you've jacked off to, and we'll read it next week while we're talking about what anime we've jacked off to. Follow us at the Dirt Dirt on Instagram. All the crazy pictures, except for dead people and porn shit, I put up there for you guys yeah, to look she, at. She really takes the bullet for that and then forces us to have it too. But if you really, you can just Google Blackburn Cult and you can see Willow's corpse if you want. Anyway, we'll talk to you <laughs> next week about fucking big fat anime titties on the Dirt Shitter, baby!